What you are about to listen to could be dangerous for anyone wishing to live a normal, safe life at the end of a cheesy cul-de-sac. Back to Jerusalem podcasts are not made in sterile recording studios with professional DJs, but instead behind enemy lines with horrible acoustics, bad internet connections, and suspicious-looking coffee. Listening to Back to Jerusalem podcast could include unwanted side effects like selling your house, leaving your boring job, and uncontrollable desires to speak strange foreign languages. So buckle up, strap in, and hold on, because this is Fast Train, baby, to all those places your mother warned you about. And now, for your host, the man known for having a radio face, Eugene Bach, coming to you live on delay in 5, 4, 3, 2... Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time. And I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Northern Europe. But the main reason I'm coming to you is because of what is happening at our main office in the United States. Now, if you have not seen the news there has been a shooting of police officers throughout the U.S. for the last couple of weeks in response to a thing that's been uh, called Black Lives Matter. Now that has come to our area where we have our U.S. office in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Now today, Belinda, who works at the Back to Jerusalem office, was driving to church when she saw the area where all of this shooting was taking place. And I just wanted to... Um, call her and do a live interview podcast with her just to find out the details for those of you that I know are praying for Back to Jerusalem. Belinda, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, uh, Belinda, thank you so much for taking time to join us for the Back to Jerusalem podcast. I know that you said that you have just come out of the church service uh, this morning, when you were on the way to church service, could you describe uh, what was taking place as you were on the road going from your home to church? Yes, our office, our U.S. office, is just located just a mile down from our church. So on my way to church this morning, I noticed a lot of activity on a certain route, which I thought I was taking a safe route, trying to avoid any of the other situations that are happening here in Baton Rouge. I thought I was taking a safe route, but when I pulled onto a certain road, a lot of policemen was coming my way. Um, people were pulled off to the side of the road. Of course, I'm trucking along, not really knowing what's happening, until I got to the church and people asked me if I was okay because they knew I took sometimes took this particular route, and they explained to me what had happened. Yeah, uh, right now I know that there's a lot of people that will get more updated information. So the information that you and I are sharing right now is kind of uh, in the heat of the moment. Uh, but so far, the information that we do have is that three police officers have been shot and killed. Six police officers altogether have been uh, shot. So three of those six have died. Three, uh, I don't know if they are critically wounded or if uh, they were just they were they have minor wounds. And uh, according to the news right now, we have uh, one suspect that has been shot and killed, and then two that are at large. Have you been seeing violence in Baton Rouge for the last couple weeks? 
No, not particularly. Only um, it was only my daughter that contacted me and asked me to be careful that they were calling in a particular group to Baton Rouge to the area. And you notice there's some tension going on, but there's a lot of it's it's not that noticeable. I told her I said, of course I'll be careful in the certain areas that I go into, but I could not tell a difference at all. Yeah, I, I mean, for you, you have been a missionary in North Korea, not, you know, one of the safest places in the world to be a missionary at. Uh, and then you came and you were working at our main office in southern China. And then from there, we needed your help to kind of get the U.S. office up and going in Baton Rouge. And when you went to Baton Rouge, uh, that was about a year and a half ago, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, I, surely you couldn't have thought you were going to a place where uh, it was more dangerous than being with us in China. No, not at all. Uh, how far? No, it was it was a new state. It was a new city for me. I didn't really know anybody. Um, but I actually was a little scared to move here because it was outside my comfort zone. My comfort zone was Asia. Yeah, and and how long had you lived in Asia before moving to Baton Rouge? So eight years of your life, uh, eight years of your of your children's life, you you raised two daughters in an Asian uh, culture, a, a, a Asian type of surrounding, and then after they graduated, basically you uh, picked up, packed up, and moved to Baton Rouge. Uh, we moved there mainly because we felt the Lord was leading us and guiding us there. We had nobody connected really to Baton Rouge when we first started the office there. And now we are seeing Baton Rouge at the center of this um, violent type of outburst in the U.S. that is really taking the world by storm, not just this um, the, the this shooting that's taking place in Baton Rouge, but it was about a few days ago uh, we saw uh, the same kind of violence against police during Black Lives Matter protests in Dallas, Texas. And at the same time, we're seeing Islamic attacks in, in Nice and France. It doesn't seem that there's any place in the world right now that is super safe to be in. No, I, I don't think so either. I, you know, I thought about that this morning during the service thinking, oh, I wish I was just not here. But where would it be safe to be? That's when you should not. That's just the devil, I think, making you want to live in fear. Any fear is not from God. It's from the devil. How far was this this location where the, the you, because you said you drove straight through kind of the activity yeah. with all the police. How far was that from your house? That is about a three mile distance from my house. So only about a three. So that's for, for many people, that's a daily bike ride or a jog. Um, from the area where the office is, how far is that activity? Now that activity is about 15 miles. Okay, so about 15 miles from our office. Our office is more of a suburban area of Baton Rouge, not in the middle of Baton Rouge itself. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So I know that you guys uh, there in Baton Rouge are going to be seeing a lot of uh, healing coming in the next couple of days, hopefully. Uh, hopefully we will see some unification. Hopefully there will be a lot of people around the world praying for the police department. But if people want to pray for the for the main office for Back to Jerusalem there in the U.S., what could they pray for right now? Just for 
for our safety because you're you're starting to become scared of even now I'm already thinking how am I going to get home because the way I came I cannot go back because they have it all blocked off well I can go through downtown but that's where barriers are blocked off as well uh, with some of the other activities that are going on so little just pray for guidance I know for myself, a little bit more street smart. I am still not very familiar with this area. So this morning, if I had no clue, I had no clue at all. I've taken that route every Sunday, every three times a week going to the office. I take that route every day. I would have never suspected something like this to happen. You know, last week I was reading in the in the news that uh, the Black Panthers, which is a radical, violent uh, black power group in the United States, uh, started a chapter or an office, if you will, in Baton Rouge as well. So they just launched their office in Baton Rouge. It's their first office uh, in Baton Rouge. Um there at the church that you are attending, I know that you said that there are some people that are police officers that go to the church. Is the church that you attend there in Baton Rouge, is it a, a mixed congregation, meaning black, white, Asian, Hispanic, or is it a primarily white? What, how would you describe the, the congregation of the church that you belong to there in uh, Baton Rouge? It is predominantly white. We do have uh, like two Asian families and one uh, African-American family that joins us. And they were all there this morning. And it was just bless my heart. Uh, the African-American actually has a ministry in one of the downtown uh, churches that are struggling down, down there where near the action is. And to see him in church with us fellowshipping just bless my heart. Have you seen any um, racial tensions yourself, like when you're out in town and you're eating at restaurants or you're shopping at the grocery store? Uh, have you seen any racial tensions yourself in Baton Rouge? No, none at all. As a matter of fact, when I heard the news of what was happening last week, I was in a theater, and I was very few of my kind in the theater. And I'm like, did a little bit of fear cross over me? Yes. But I realized everybody around me was there to watch a movie, and they was not even thinking about what was going on. There was, there just didn't seem to be having what we would consider, you know, a chip on their shoulder. All right. I have not experienced that whatsoever, even at a Walmart that I just shopped at. There was a school gathering raising supplies for school, and they were mixed. They were all mixed. I have not seen any whatsoever. It, it often it is not often every single time that we do reporting basically our our website is hosted out of baton rouge um our our main office is there our uh finances are processed through there um it's always baton rouge praying for us as we are working in some of the most dangerous areas of the world but now we are calling upon all of our supporters around the world to pray for you and the office there in baton rouge thank you so much belinda for joining us during this time yes thank you and i'll be glad to answer those emails when they start coming through i will still be continuing to work in the office uh but i will be working a little bit from my home great all right thank you so much belinda god bless you 
And thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been a, a bit of a special podcast for us here at Back to Jerusalem because of the violence that is taking place. We are going to follow up with a pastor that is very close to us that is also in Baton Rouge. Uh, he will be the next podcast after this one. He is a central part of the community there in Baton Rouge. He was one of the main figures that had talked to us uh, about coming and starting in Baton Rouge and has been a really special person on providing support for the office, spiritual support, pastoral support, and community support from Baton Rouge for the Back to Jerusalem vision in the United States and getting Americans on board with what the Chinese are doing in the 1040 window and standing shoulder to shoulder with them. That podcast will come right after this one. If you look to the website, you can actually click on the next one and continue on from this one. But we want to thank you for your prayers and thank you for your continued support of Back to Jerusalem. Again, I'm Eugene Bach coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the northern parts of Europe. God bless you.